Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur sales coach. Tune in weekly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. So welcome everybody to the Human Conversation. I am really excited about my guests. I know I say that every week. However, this lady I've known for quite some time, I met her online. She is just the most wonderful lady. And I also got to meet her in person. So I was really, really lucky to meet her in person. She is Catherine Hickman. And she's got some really uh, special things to talk to us about on this podcast, which I'm super excited about. So first of all, hello, Catherine. Oh, hi, Jules. And thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. I know. And it's very spontaneous, this, because we've kind of just decided literally this morning we would do this. And these are the best, best episodes of my podcast when we do it like this. Yes. So let me just tell everyone who you are. You are actually a GP, which is the bit I'm super impressed about because you look after people. Also, you are a tiny habits coach. And that's, I really want to talk about that because that's so exciting. Yeah. You're a mum of three. So you are super mum. And also on your Facebook profile, it says triathlete widow, which I just think sounds fun, but I'm not <laughs> sure you would agree. <laughs> yeah, triathlete widow. Yes. Husband off doing triathlons and training, leaving me to pick up the pieces. <laughs> and you do it beautifully. Yeah, <laughs> so you're most based, of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you're based up in Leeds. Um, yeah. You're actually talking to us from your surgery today. I am. I am. So, so I'm in my surgery today at working in Bradford, actually, just down the road from Leeds. But uh, yes. Brilliant. No one's coming in for at least half an hour. So I yeah. want to talk. Um, one of the reasons I contacted you was because I wanted to talk to you specifically this week because it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Yeah. And I think this is a really good um, time for you to talk to us about the Tiny Habits Coaching. Um, and the reason I've chosen that is actually on a personal level, because there's a few things I'm struggling with. Um, would you believe? Nobody believes I struggle with anything, but I am. Um, we all struggle, don't we? Yes, exactly. And, and <clears throat> yeah. I'm struggling with the work-life balance thing, because I was always going to, because that's how I am. So I work, 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 work. I don't then do good things, nice, nice things, social things. Yeah. I know for a fact that in order to do that, I need to develop habits because yes. that's how I then yeah, yeah. start doing things regularly. Yeah, because so, the habit yeah, makes it, you want to make it automatic, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So um, before we go into the whole tiny habits thing, because I do want to really talk about that because that's kind of this wonderful core thing that you're doing at the moment. Let's just start with what got you into doing something different like tiny habits like coaching from being a GP because surely you're busy enough as a GP yeah so um so coming up about five years um ago I burnt out so I was a, a GP partner stressed out my face um I had a new baby I had an extension and I, I, I'd been that kind of super mom, super woman, just juggling everything, thinking I was in control of everything. And, and then it was a, probably a badly worded email, but I took it 
the wrong way and it was the straw that broke the camel's back and my whole world just came crashing down basically and I resigned from my partnership so I had no I had no job lined up I had three kids husband training for an Ironman triathlon you are so yeah I just crashed and burned and I I had to try and put myself back together and it was it was a tweet that I saw from Emma Watson about headspace and meditation and I just clicked on that and I had no idea what meditation was but I thought it sounded good um, and I just started doing it just once every morning just just for 10 minutes and it all felt very weird to start with but over time it became I suppose a habit became automatic and I started to put myself back together and it took a about two years but it was just that first act of doing something in the morning something positive that was for me that then seemed to have a sort of rip almost like a ripple effect on the rest of my life so I my stress levels uh, reduced I stopped getting so sort of stressed and angry with the kids in the morning because I'd started the day off with some meditation started to eat a bit better sleep a bit better because sometimes I would do it at night as well and it was just that positive ripple effect which started with that one habit I at the time I'd had some coaching so about two years later it had such a powerful effect on me that coaching that I decided to do some coaching myself um, and I got in touch with somebody some guy called Dyke Drummond who's a burnout prevention coach in America and and he mentioned something um, about tiny habits and this guy called BJ Fogg who is a Stanford University um, behavioral scientist and what they talked about was doing, you know, in order to reduce your stress levels when you're at work, every time you wash your hands after you've seen a patient, you do one deep mindful breath, almost like clearing your mind of that patient ready for the next patient. And this, the, the whole tiny habits thing just fascinated me because it became a habit very, very quickly. And I wanted to know how I could, you know, do that in other aspects of my life. I trained first as a life coach and then um, on, the, on the back of those discussions about tiny habits, I trained as a, as a tiny habits coach. Um, it was actually taught by um, Linda Fogg, BJ's sister, and also BJ as well. And it, it is, it's definitely the thing that has made the biggest impact on my life. You know, I, I, a colleague and I um, wrote down a hundred tiny habit recipes, all the things that people can introduce into their lives um, as, as parents, it was specifically for parents. And I just, it suddenly occurred to me that I'm using it in every aspect of my life. And it has been absolutely transformational in, I suppose, not only my life, but um, my kids as well, and, and also my, my patients and my, my clients. And for me, it's such a simple formula that gives people hope. And I think that's the thing that's critical for me in Tiny Habits, because when I burnt out, I knew I had lots to change, but I didn't know where to start. And because I, you know, fortuitously started with something really small, it was really successful, but very often we panic and we think, oh, I've got to change everything and it's got to be massive change in order to, you know, and, and actually you don't have the capacity to do massive change but everybody has the capacity to do something as tiny as a tiny habit. I think that's so important because, I mean, even some of the clients I speak to, just about sales as a specific subject, yeah. are in complete overwhelm. And overwhelm yeah. is that thing that just stops us doing anything. And I always think yeah. you know, when you know you need to make changes, if you just make it too big, 
then it becomes overwhelmed, doesn't it? And you actually don't yeah. achieve anything. That's why I love this tiny habit stuff, you know, because it just makes complete sense to me. It really does. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I had a patient a few months ago who came in. She's like, I've just bought a running machine and I, I tried to run for 30 minutes and I, and I could I could barely do 10. And I was like, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> okay. Um, I want you just to, you know, after I walk into the room, put my running shoes on and celebrate. And that's all you need to do. And I said, over time, you'll feel a bit weird with your running shoes on and you'll eventually get onto the running machine and then you'll start running and the, and the habit will build. And anyway, a few months later, she came back and I didn't recognize her. She said, you don't recognize me, do you? No. And she said, I've lost three stone. She'd lost three stone just from that one tiny habit that she'd started. Because by telling her that she could just put her running shoes on, it, it meant she, could, she was a success just by doing that. And yeah. actually, it just naturally grew. Rather than start, even 10 minutes was too big. You have to start with something so small that gives you the belief that you can do this yeah and I, once you've done one and then you almost like get that ripple effect and you can do others as well it's it's perfect it just makes so yes. much sense okay so here's the next thing then so I mean your story is obviously you were burnt out as a doctor you kind of you I guess you walked out is the best way to sort of describe it I did it. I yeah. did that yeah 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 it was it was a, it was very it'd been building up for years but at the time it was a very spontaneous decision yeah um yeah. but scary decision as well so at what point did you go back then? Because you're obviously sitting now in your GP office. Yeah. And well, you're I mean, still I, I being a doctor. <laughs> um, I, I had to go back straight away um, because I was the, you know, the main breadwinner. So I started locoming. Um, so I, sort of, I suppose I built up my confidence during that time. But it really was about two years later when I felt me. I felt me again. Um, and I felt happy and it was at that point when I sort of looked back over the two years and all the, all the things that I'd done and all you know sort of put myself back together all those bits of the jigsaw that I'd put back together and um, you know I credit a lot of that to, to, to tiny habits and and I can believe that that is why as well because of the way that you did it and I think sometimes we have to realize it it can't be just a quick fix overnight we've actually got to take some time to get ourselves back to where we want to be haven't we yeah um, so one of one of BJ's most famous uh, tiny habits is he's called calls it the Maui habit. So he spends a lot of time in Hawaii, and so it's it's getting up in the morning and it's, it's that after I put two feet on the ground, I will say today is going to be a good day, and, and celebrate. And it's just starting your day off with something positive again, creating that ripple effect through the day, and also ending the day with something as simple as after I put my head on the pillow, I will say that I'm grateful for one thing and smile. Um, and, and I keep talking about the celebration part of it because that's actually really probably the most important part of it because emotions create habits. So when we celebrate, and I'm not saying that we have to do a dance or whatever. <laughs> we, can. Like it. we can. <laughs> Even just a simple smile or feeling positive or yes, or whatever, it, whatever, it, whatever means, you know, whatever works for you, it's reinforcing your brain that this is something it wants to do. This is, this is, and it wants to keep doing it. But equally, when we talk about emotions creating habits, when you're emotional and you're down and you're feeling rubbish about yourself, you are more likely to reach for the cigarette or the wine bottle or the ice cream. And that then becomes a negative habit. But this tiny habits is at the moment is very much about building up good habits rather than um, untangling bad habits it's it's great I love it 
So yeah. how are you using that currently then? Obviously you're, you're still doing your GP work, but then do you yeah. run a coaching clinic uh, sort of alongside yeah. that? So, um, so I am using it um, with my patients as well. So one of my um, specialties in, in medicine is respiratory. So I'm looking at helping patients remember to take their inhalers. So after I pick up my toothbrush, I will take my brown inhaler. Um, I have started using it, well, I use it with my coaching clients as well. And I, I've had some really just sort of light bulb moments. I can just, you know, people who have had coaches for years and suddenly there's this new behavioral change model that they can, you know, implement straight away. Just, just yeah, light bulb moments going off, which has been brilliant. Um, and I've also started, I'm going to start doing some, some workshops as well. So I'm doing a workshop uh, for uh, doctors who are interested in lifestyle medicine. So it's helping them to look at how they can change their behavior, but also how they can help their patients change their lifestyle. And I'm also going to be doing some workshops specifically for doctors who have been out of medicine for a while, whether that be maternity leave or stress, and to teach them how to do tiny habits. And once they've learned the methodology of it, we're going to do a specific exercise called focus mapping um, based on reducing their stress levels. Great. So is it predominantly doctors you're working with? Obviously with your patients, I get that. Yeah. That yeah. becomes part of your GP work. That just adds value, doesn't it really? Yeah, but yeah. Are your, I can are your, Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Your guinea pigs, I guess. But how amazing to have yeah. that, yeah. you know, within, yeah. within your GP. Um, but then your ideal client as a coaching, as a coach, is that yeah. doctors or, or do you think um, that will go even wider? Yeah, I mean, at the moment, it's doctors, just because um, I, I, I'm a member of a, a you know, group of coaches called the Joyful Doctor, who coach doctors, um, and also I'm on the, the GP mentoring scheme, so I've mentored uh, GPs, but I, I think this is bigger, and I, I suppose I mentioned earlier about, um, you know, working with families as well, and for me, that's been such a big thing, getting my kids to, and I kind of think, if I can get my four-year-old to do this, then I can get anybody to do it, and I, <laughs> You know, people, people talk about not getting the kids to be able to do anything where, where actually, because it's so tiny, they don't mind doing it. And they get to celebrate as well, which kids love. So they can yeah. high five each other. So just a simple, after I finish my food, I will take my plate into the kitchen and celebrate. After I walk into my bedroom, I will pick one thing off the floor and celebrate. You no know, homework. After I open my book, I will read one line. And normally it's like, oh, I can't do that. It's like, right, read one word. That's all you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, oh, this is brilliant. And of course, once they've read one word and it was good and they've had a little celebration, they'll carry on. Yeah. Because they feel good about themselves. That's the, that's the idea is obviously that then you build it up, I'm guessing, into, yeah. into more yeah. time. What's, what sort of time scale is it from when you kind of start Tiny Habits to when you're kind of just naturally doing this stuff without even thinking about it? Yeah, so there's no there's no set rule. So you know, so, some some things that I've started, um, it's been almost immediate, because you have to want to do it rather than feeling that you should do it. Yes. So if you want to do it, you've got the you've got the methodology, you've got the tiny habit, it will naturally just grow. So one for me was I I know I should drink more water. I hate drinking water. I tell my patients to drink water. I don't drink water. So I started that. So after I fill the kettle. I will fill one pint glass with water. And that was it. That's all I did. I didn't touch it. I didn't drink any of it. I didn't, I just filled it up. 
and now I can't leave the house without drinking two pints of water. It's like, it's like an addiction almost. Um, because I just thought, right, this is a bit weird. I'm filling this glass of water. I might as well have a drink. Also yeah. a drink is like, Oh, actually it's quite nice. And then I felt quite good after one pint. So I'd have another pint. Um, so yeah, of water. Um, <laughs> yeah. <Not alcohol. laughs> but yeah, two pints, two pints before leaving the house. Um, so yeah, so it's, and, and if it's not working, you then have to question, do I want to do this? And if I do still want to do it, have I got the recipe right? And I think that, you know, that's where the magic happens, where you look at, you know, is the environment right? So for me, absolutely, the environment was right. The, the kettle was next to the tap. But if you, if you design a recipe, something like after I get out of the shower, I will have one bite of an apple. That's never going to work unless your shower is in the kitchen, yeah. you know, you because your apple's not next, but you have to, you know, if um, after I get out the shower, I will pick up my toothbrush or something, you know, if you, or pick up my medicine, something that is in that environment that you want to do, it will work. Yeah, it, well, it makes sense. Want to. It yeah. makes sense, doesn't it? But I think the really great point you make, which is so true, is that you have to want to do this. Yes. And it's like anything, yeah. isn't it? And, and if you take, come back to me and my example, you know, I'm work, 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 work. Yeah. And then actually it's not that comfortable for me to stop working and going to do social stuff. Because then what happens yeah. is I'm thinking, well, I should be working. Okay, so that I'm shooting on yeah. myself. Mm. So I have to change my mindset into the fact that, I want to have this social time and I want to have the me time. And I think in order to do that, I've got to pick some things I really love doing. Yeah. And then I've got to make these habits. And that's kind of yeah. my, my thought process. So I'm guessing I'm doing the right sort of thing. But for the listeners who are perhaps sitting thinking, gosh, that's me, I'd love to be doing this or I should be doing this or I don't do enough of this. I think it's important, isn't it, what you've said about we have to really want to do this. That's the, is, that, yeah. is that the first step, do you think, Catherine? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So it's almost like having that aspiration. So the aspiration would be uh, wanting to have more social. I wanted to do more socially. And then creating almost like, he calls it like a, a, a bee storm, a storm of behaviours, all the things that could potentially lead into you socializing more and once you've got all of those it's about unpicking and picking well actually I like the idea of that but I don't really want to do that and I'm probably not going to do that but once when you've gone through them all you will probably end up with about three that are you want to do them they're easy to do and they are specific behaviors that you could really drill down into making them tiny habits and then start to implement them wonderful it's so wonderful. Yeah, so even, so even like wanting to phone a friend, well, sometimes when you're knackered and actually phoning yeah. a friend, it actually seems, seems like insurmountable. Well, okay, I could text a friend and, and that would be a real plus point. Nobody feels worse at the other end of, you know, receiving a text. So they'll feel great that they've received a text from you. And then that habit grows, doesn't it? So you send yeah. a text the next day and then the next, and it, and it leads on to a phone call and then you meet up. Yeah. It, it makes it feel so much easier. Like I say, it doesn't feel so overwhelming. So I guess like um, if, if anyone's listening and they're thinking this sounds really interesting, you know, how do we get hold of Catherine? Um, and what, how can Catherine help us? How can yeah. you? How do people get so, in touch with so, you? Um, so I, so I, I do run like a five day online um, free 
coaching course. So it's uh, semi-automated. So you you plug in, you, you do a little bit of training beforehand or online videos, and then you design your three recipes and then you try them out over a five-day period. And I help you through it. And, I, and you sort of feedback at the end of each day whether you've tried them, which worked, which didn't work. And then I will help you redesign those recipes um, if they're not working quite so well and so say well actually it's probably not working because you're trying to eat your apple in the shower or yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do like the I apple do. shower scenario <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. quite easy to, um, to see that one isn't it yeah yeah but it's a but and, uh, another thing you know people make make it too big and actually you can make it so small I mean so so the famous one that the, the first one they sort of came up with uh, he always wanted to floss his teeth but never did. So he would just, so he, he used the anchor, which was cleaning his teeth. And then he attached the tiny behavior, which was flossing just one tooth. So after I clean my teeth, I will floss one tooth. And now it's just an automatic habit. So it's very much about linking the tiny behavior to an anchor. So the anchor is something that you are doing in your daily life every day without even thinking. So yeah. um, cleaning your teeth, flushing the toilet, turning the tap on, turning the shower on. Some of them will be twice a day, once a day, some will be multiple times a day. Yeah. Um, but it's these things, almost like they call them super anchors, things that you will do wherever you are. So even if you're camping or you're in a hotel, you will always, almost always clean your teeth. So that's a really hardcore anchor to attach something to. But like, like taking medication, um, you know, I say to people, you know, they, they don't remember to take their inhalers for their asthma, but when I ask them, do they put their pants on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Put it in your pants drawer. Do you clean? Do you forget to clean your teeth? No, never. Okay. So attach your inhaler taking to brushing your teeth. Yeah, I need to tell my so son that because my, my son's yeah. asthmatic, and I need to tell him that. Do you, Do you put your yeah. pants on in the morning, Sam? <laughs> Love yeah, it. Yeah, well, actually, to be honest, I, not everybody does, you know, because I do say to them, you know, do it help you change your pants? No, not every day. <laughs> but, um, okay, maybe, 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 I've, maybe that's not, not the perfect situation. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so how can we um, take this five-day online free coaching? Yeah, so, so what I could do, so I can, I can put the link um, yes. at, at the end of this podcast for people to, to click Brilliant. on and, and sign up. There's a really simple Google form to fill in, and then, yeah, and then you can be off. That's perfect because I'd really like people to have a go at this. You know, I, I definitely yeah. need, I might even revisit it myself. I know I did this with you, I yeah. think, quite a while back. Um, and then yeah. typical Jules um, didn't, obviously didn't want to do it at the time, Catherine. Didn't want to do it, but I do now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just about revisiting the skill, isn't it? And just remembering exactly how to do it. So, so with any aspect of my life, when I think, oh God, I don't, I, don't, I don't know where to start. I was just like, oh, make a tiny habit. So it's suddenly nothing feels overwhelming, even if it's the most yeah, dreadful task in the world. I know that if I can make it tiny and you know, I want to do it, it will, it will just naturally grow. Yes. It's and with great. my kids as well. It gives me hope with my kids as yeah. well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because you know what it's like, you know, I'm the dishwasher. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, open the dishwasher and put one knife away. Um, and then it's like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, and um, plus the fact, like you say, you're going to celebrate because you've done it. So, you yes. know, there's a little bonus at the end of it. There's a it? challenge, yeah. And so another thing we did when we learned to, to really practice those celebrations was something called a celebration blitz, where you set the timer for three minutes 
and you have to you know clear as much of a room as possible so every time you put something where you celebrate so you know I do that with my kids now okay bedroom's a tip let's set the time for three minutes and you know they're like whooping and high-fiving and it's and it's cleared you know if you've yeah. got four of you doing it you know because not five because triathlon man is out um <laughs> But yeah, or doing the dishwasher. So yeah, we'll we'll challenge ourselves to do it faster than three minutes. But all three of us doing it, it's like done. I love it. And I think, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you know, this is the mental health awareness week. I think it's a week where, you know, um, we have an opportunity to sort of reassess our own mental health and what makes us happy and um, what balance we've got in our lives. And that's why I said what I said to you about me. I'm really yeah. aware that I don't, I don't have this balance right, you know, and I've done this before. This is repeat behavior, you know, and mm. I need to just break it. And to break it, I need to create new habits, as you've said. Interesting also, I just want to mention what you said about anchors. When I yeah. was a smoker, here's a negative anchor. There would be certain places during my journey to work where I would light a cigarette. I remember you saying, and yeah. you would see something out the window and that'd be like the trigger to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was more negative, obviously, and I don't smoke yeah. anymore. I haven't smoked now for seven years. But I think, you know, it, it's interesting how we anchor as humans. You know, it's a very yeah. interesting subject just alone, isn't it? That whole anchoring thing. Um, yeah, definitely. NLP. And that's the, the prompt that then triggers you to do, yeah. whether it be a good habit or a bad habit. Yeah, yeah. So we need to start making lots of good habits and, um, and yeah. tiny habits, as you say. I love that you've joined me so spontaneously today. No, it's been great. It's, it's great. Um, yeah. It's just so good to see you anyway, but it's great to talk about this because I think this is so important. This can change people's lives, I think, truly. Yes, it's, it's definitely changed my life, definitely. As I say, when I started writing out all those habits for, for mums and, and mums and dads to use and for kids to use, I was like, I cannot believe how many I'm already using in, in my life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I don't think I'll ever feel overwhelmed again. Great. Which is, Amazing. Which is pretty big. That's a big statement. That. Yeah. That's a big, That's statement. big statement. Yeah. From a lady who yeah. was burnt out as a GP. Yeah. Look yeah. how far you've come for that. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And actually just going back to the work-life balance, it's almost flipping it. It's because we always, we prioritize the work. Don't we? If we had a blank diary, we would fill it with all the work things first. Yes. But it's almost like start with a blank diary, fill out the things that I want, I want to do socially and then work the work stuff around it. Um, because if we prioritize, you know, the self-care and the looking after ourselves, the work just flows naturally. But if we do it the other way around, you run the risk of, well, burning out like I did. I, you know, yeah. I wasn't seeing anybody, talking to anybody. I was just flooding myself with work and too exhausted to do all those other things that we know are so important. But it actually, I, I now have, to, I, I probably work more now, but I do carve out time, which is just for me. And uh, I think that then has a much more positive effect on every aspect of my life. It's massive. And also, I think you can get very used to not doing the social stuff. So then it actually becomes yeah. uncomfortable to do it. And yeah. I think I've got to that place at times where I thought, actually, I can't be bothered to go out. I, I'm too tired. I've been working too hard. And actually, now I just want to sit. And when I'm just Mom. sitting, Mom. Guess what happens? Yeah. I, I start working. So, you know, I, oh, I, I am. Honestly, yeah. I'm a proper workaholic, so it's um, yeah. something I need to change for sure. So your confessions of Jules White on this podcast. It's all coming out. <laughs> what shall I do, doctor? <laughs> <laughs>
Catherine, it's absolutely amazing to see you. I, I love oh, you. Oh, it's been it's great. It's been too long. We must have virtual cuppa off, off podcast at yes. some point and just do a proper catch up. But um, yeah, thank you for today. I think it's been a, a great conversation, a great human conversation. And I hope it's going to benefit many people to listen to this one. I'm going to put it everywhere. Um, oh, because thanks. we need to start looking after ourselves and, and life's too short and all that business, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fantastic. So I will chat to you again really soon, I promise. And for the listeners, I just hope you've really enjoyed the fact that, you know, there's actually a solution here, which is amazing. And uh, Catherine's your woman. So the link will be in the content underneath the podcast. Please like, please subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud and iTunes. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you for listening and we will see everyone on the next episode of The Human Conversation. Ta-da for now. You've just been listening to The Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk and if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.